Be'edaf Lamed Zayin, four lines from the top of Lamed Zayin, Omenalf. Yesterday in our Mishnah we learned, Kol she chayov lo mishum shvus, mishum meshus, mishum mitzvah, b'shabbos, chayov lo b'yontiv, that anything that you'd be chayiv, because it's an instant rabbana b'shvus, or even if it's a reshus, which means that you have an ability to consider this some sort of a mitzvah, it's still going to be asa on Shabbos, because it's also asa mid or even if it's something that's a mitzvah, that's mamish mitzvah, and it's still asa mid on Shabbos, it's also going to be chayiv lo b'yontiv, it's going to be asa to do that. That on Yontav as well. And the Mishnah then gave examples of things that are awesome Mishum Shvus, things that are Rishos and things that are Mitzvah. And then the end of Mishnah said, Kal Elo B'Yontav Amru, all these things are awesome on Yontav, Kal B'Chayim B'Shabbos, and certainly on Shabbos they're awesome, which is interesting because the beginning of the Mishnah started off that these things are also on Shabbos and you're going to be also Chayav or B'Yontav. And over here we start from the opposite way and we say, Kal Elo B'Yontav Amru, Kal B'Chayim B'Shabbos. And we ended yesterday's daf by discussing the things that are also because they're Shvus. We also discussed the things that are Rishos. And are still also on Yontav and Shabbos. And now the Gemara starts, These are the things that are considered a mitzvah and still they're also on Shabbos and Yontav. You can't make something hegdish. You can't say Erkiyalai. And you can't make something cherim. And we explained yesterday that Stam Kharamim goes to the But the Gemara asks, What's the Pshat that you can't do these things on Shabbos Yontav? It's Xer because of Mecha Now, what does that mean? Zok Rashi. That making something hegdish or Erkin or making it is something that's similar to Mecha Chamemka Shemoisim Rishus because he's taking out something from your Rishus the Rishus Hegdish and giving it to the Rishus of Hegdish who Mecha Chamemka also min Mikra and Mecha Chamemka is also from a Pasuk the Chesib it says in the Pasuk in Yishaya Mitzayichavtzcha v'dabe dava Inami another reason why Mecha Chamemka is also on Shabbos in Yatav is because Mecha Chamemka also the Chesib Ashtari Mechira because when you do a transaction potentially you'll have to write a receipt and therefore it's also to do on Shabbos Yatav because of Xerah so Frech Rashi bin Taima if it's based on Xerah because also the Xiva started Mechira, so Lachir have like Xera Xera. The Xera of Hegdish is only a Xera Atu Mechomemka, and Mechomemka is only Atu a Isidraisa, or maybe you'll come to Xiva. So Rashi says, Kulachot Xeri, that it's really based on the same Xera, and it was made at the same time. That you can't do Mechomemka, and you can't go and be mocked or something, and you can't do Erechin, and you can't make something Cherim. Now Rabbi Kivega actually says that Lafi Rashi, in the first Lashon of Rashi, it says that Mechomemka is Asam in a Mikra, the Xiv, Mimtsoi Chavtsa, it's Mashma Rashi that Mechamemka is actually an Isidraisa, and his only question of him, Taima Havalik Zera is only on his second point in Rashi, and other Achreinim disagree with this point of Rabbi Kvega. But the Gemara continues, Vlemak be in Trumas and Mises, you can't take off and be Mafresh Trumas and Mises on Shabbos or Yantiv, and we know because that's Doima and it looks like Tikkun Mana. So the Gemara says, Pshita, that's a din that's Pasha, we all know that that's Doima or Tikkun Mana, and therefore, of course, it's Asa. And the Gemara answers, Tanya Rabbeisif, Lenitzcha El Litna Lakayim Bayibayim, that the Chilish is that you can't even be mafish chumas and even if you're going to go and give it to the kohen on that day. And therefore, when people look at you and they see that you're giving chumas and on that day, they're going to say that you didn't take it off in order to be masakin your mother and eat that because you have enough food in your house without that. And they will say that the reason why you're taking it off is because you wanted to give it to the kohen because the kohen didn't have any food. And like Rashi says, because the kohen needs it. Even so, it's also to take off chumas and And the Gemara continues. The only time we said that it's us to take off chumas and mices are only on fruits that were already tevel from the day before. Have a period of feeling in there. If you have fruits or vegetables that became tevel only today, could going like an example of an isa of a dough that a woman makes on yontiv at that point now becomes chayiv and chala lafushim and chala now shall take off chala mafushin and you're allowed to do that on yontiv ve'avinu lekayin and you could give it to the kayin. And this gemara is clear that the only reason why it would be mutter to take off chala on that day was only because it was efshim esvol and you want to make. 
make sure that you have fresh bread on Yontif, which is of course better, and therefore we mat you because of Eichel Nefesh. However, actually, the Gemara on Daf Tesem and Alf had a sheet of rabba that said, not only can you take off challah on a dough that was made on Yontif itself, even if the dough was made the day before, you could still take off challah on Yontif, ayin Tesem and Alf. Now, in our Mishnah, we mentioned three Lashonis. We said the Lashon of Shavuz, we said the Lashon of Rishus, and we said the Lashon of Mitzvah. But as we said, all three things that we mentioned in Mishnah are also on Yontif because of Rishus, because of Nisid Rabbanon. So, you're telling me that these Dinim are Rishus and Lucharis Mashbur, that is not also Mishum Shavuz Lekha, and it's not because of Rishus. Of course, it was Rishus. We said that was the Dinim in the Mishnah. That's also Vahani Mishum Mitzvah, and the ones we said are Mitzvah, Mishum Shavuz Lekha, they're not a Shavuz, they're not also on Yontif. Of course, they're also on Yontif and on Shabbos. So, I'm Yitzchak, Loyim Bayi Kamen, the Pshad in the Mishnah is as follows Loyim Bayi Shavuz Kredosid also, that we're not only discussing something which is a Shavuz, which Rashi says, the Aim Behen Lachluchus Mitzvah doesn't have any side of a Mitzvah at all. So, therefore, of course, it's also because of Shavuz on Shabbos and Yontif. And I feel Shavuz to Rishus, Nami also, even something like Rishus, which has some partial and a semi Mitzvah that is still also because of Shavuz on Yontif. Loyim Bayi Shavuz to Rishus to also, and I feel Shavuz to Mitzvah, Nami also. And of course, a Shavuz to Rishus is also as we said, but you might think maybe a shvus that is actually something you're doing a mitzvah, maybe it wouldn't be also on Yantiv. Even when you're performing some sort of a mitzvah, it's still also as a Xerid Rabbanon on Yantiv and Shabbos. And the Gemara continues, all these things that we said in the Mishnah are also on Yantiv and Kabbalah Shabbos and certainly on Shabbos. In fact, the Gemara, this thing that we just said, that anything that's also on Shabbos is also also on Yantiv, is a steer to the Mishnah we had in Daflam and Hay just before, as we said, that if someone has a bunch of bundles on the rooftop and he's worried that they're going to get wet because it's about to rain. We said he's allowed to lower them down into a skylight on Yontif and we're not worried about Tircha because of Hefzimamin but not on Shabbos. So we see that there is a chalot between Yontif and Shabbos. So Rabbi Yisrael says like Kasha, Horeb Lezer, Horeb Yishua that the chalot between our Mishnah over here on Daflam and Vav Beis and the Mishnah on Daflam and Hei and Beis is a machlech between Rabbi Lezer and Bishua. The time because we learned to the Baisa we had this before. If there are two animals that fell into a bar, it was a mother and a child, and we know that you now shecht them on one day, and of course, the only had to take them out of the bar would be for Eichel Nefesh in order to shecht it and use it on Yontiv. Now, we know if you shecht one of them, you won't be able to use the second one. So, we should go and bring up one of them, in order and on condition that you're going to shecht it on Yontiv, which will be Eichel Nefesh, then you can shecht it. And Rebeleza holds that even though there's a hefzer over here and it's going to be a loss of money, still we would say that the second animal you have to leave in the bar, you could throw some food into the bar in order that it doesn't die, but you can't actually bring it out of the bar. So Rabbi Yisrael wants to tell us that this din that we just said in our Mishnah, that there's no difference between Yontif and Shabbos, and any Shavuz that they were guys on Shabbos is also Gaza on Yontif, even if there's Hefzimamin, that's going to go according to Rabbi Lezer, because you see that he didn't allow them to take out this extra animal, even because of Hefzimamin. However, Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Shua holds Maila Surisha Amanasa Shaykh, Rabbi Eina Shaykh, you actually could go down, bring up the first animal, Amanas, and with Kavana to Shaykh, but then Lamaxa, you don't Shaykh, then you could go and make harama, make a trick, and you bring up the second animal, and you'll decide which one to shecht at that point. But this way, you bring up both, and he's mekel on yontif because of a half simamin. So just like he's mekel over there because of half simamin, therefore the mission of lamin hey on base is going to be exactly like Bishua, and that's why meshul and derech rubiyantiv avoloi b'shabes. And as we said, rotzes zashechet, rotzes zashechet. According to Rabbi Shua, you could decide afterwards. I want to shecht this one, or I want to shecht this one based on the harama. Then you can say I really wasn't sure which one was better and which one was worse and that's why I brought up both of them. So Amalei Abayi Abayi responded back to his Rebbe Rabbi Yisrael and he said, how do you know that this is going to be dependent on the Machlech Rabbi Lezer and Mishua? Dilma, I'm kind of like 
maybe over there Rabbi says din because the second animal that's in the bar you could still give it food and therefore it could still stay alive and it's not going to be an actual loss of money but over here we're tar- trying to save the pears that are on the rooftop and get ruined because it's going to rain on them maybe over there even Rabbi Lezer would agree that you could go and put them into the window and it won't be a problem of Inami, maybe Rabbi Shua only says there's a din over there that you could do at Ramah because you can actually make some sort of a trick. And as Rashi points out, it's not that the reason why you're doing it is in order to save your money. Someone will think that the reason why you went down and brought up the second one is because the first one was weaker and the second one is better. But in our case, maybe over there, Yeshua would actually not agree with our Mishnah and would say that you now actually do this because everyone realizes that the only reason why you're moving them on Yantiv is in order to save them. It'll come out as Zilzal in the Isurim of Yantiv, and therefore we wouldn't allow that even according to Rabbi Yeshua. So Gemara says, Eleanor Papa, therefore a Papa says, Loi Kasha, it's not Shver, Habe Shamay, Habe Sil. The difference between our Mishnah that says there's no chil between Shabbos and Yantiv, and whatever Xer is also on Shabbos is also also on Yantiv, and the Mishnah on the Flam and Bays, which said that the only Issa is on Shabbos to go and be Mishul and Pears into a skylight. Masha Enkan and Yantiv would be Moto. The difference is between Be Shamay and Be the time is we have a Mishnah. says, Although a person is allowed to carry food because we're matter something but of course, as we explained, Bashami doesn't hold the and therefore a person can't carry a child or a lulav or a sefer into a shisrabim on Yontim. So you see from there that Bashami is actually machmer and says that Yontim and Shabbos are very similar. And Basil said, We go and say, and since we see Beis Hillel is Mekel on Yontiv, therefore the Mishnah on the Aflam Heon Beis, which says, Mashilas Aperis, Derech Aruba, that you're allowed to go and lower down your pairs through a skylight that's going like Beis Hillel. But the Gemara now says, Dilmaloi, maybe it's not like that. Maybe the only time Beis Shammai was Machber and said that when Machber on Yontiv, only be the Geir Hitzah, which is of course an Isidraisa of going and carrying in Rishis Rabbim. Maybe an Isidraban, maybe he would agree with Beis Hillel that we won't be Geyser not to do tiltal if it's a makam of Hefsid Mamin on Yantav itself. And the Gemara answers, Atu tiltal laut tzarech haitzahu, zok rashi, very important rashi, tchilas haitzahu, they tiltal, as we know, the chamwa geyser, that people shouldn't do muksa on Yantav and on Shabbos. Now, where did the Xeris start from? The Xeris started because the Rabbanan knew that there's a problem of Yitzah on Shabbos and people weren't being careful on Yitzah. So the Rabbanan said, don't touch anything in your home because if you touch it, you're going to come to go and take it outside. And as Tyson points out in Mesech the Shabbos and that Bezim Nalf, because of course Haitzah is a Malach Guru, and therefore we want to make Takonis. The Chom Masha Gazu ain't El Mishim and therefore the whole Xerah that we made of Tiltal and of Muxas only because of the Issa Haitzah. The Haidla Gazu al Tiltal Kalim Baiklan, and the reason why we weren't Gazer not to even touch Kalim that you need on Shabbos or food that you need on Shabbos, because people wouldn't be able to withstand that Xerah, and therefore there'll be Mavatal in Shabbos Sinukhazantiv, and that's why we weren't Gazer on food and Kalim, but really by right, we should have said that you can't touch anything in your home at all because maybe you could come to Aitzah. And therefore, over here we're saying that according to Beishamah, it holds that there's a din that you can't do Aitzah on Yantiv. Therefore, there's definitely going to be a din that you can't do Muksa on Yantiv, even in B'makam Hafsid. Masha'en ke'in l'fi Beishil, just like Beishil holds that Matesh hut l'tzerech ha'chanefesh hut namish l'tzerech ha'chanefesh and you're allowed to do Aitzah on Yantiv. So therefore, Beishil also said that there's no problem of Tiltal on Yantiv if there's going to be a Hafsid. And before we begin with the Mishnah, one 
interesting ha'ara. At the top of Lamed Zayin and Aleph, the Gemara said that Lachira Kedushin is a mitzvah. So why do we call it Rishos? And the Gemara said the Isla Ishubanim because the person is married and he has children. And Rashi says according to Beishama he had two boys. He had Shnei Zacharim. According to Beisel he has Zacharim and Keva. And they ask the Lachira why are we talk about Beishama over here. We know that any Mishnah that Beishama says is in a Mishnah. So Lachira Rashi just said that the person has Zacharim and Keva, and that's all. But Lachira according to our Gemara at this point that the Gemara just pointed out that this Mishnah is actually going at least at the end according to Beishamai maybe that's why Rashi wanted to make sure that he pointed out that Shnei Zecham Lebeishamai because that's actually Pshat in our Mishnah and we continue with our Mishnah and we're going to discuss Tchum Shabbos as we know a person when the Kain Shvisa when it's Bein Hashmashes on Friday night the din is they could only walk 2,000 Amas from that point or from the end of the city and two other points so we'll understand the Mishnah better first of all there's a din that not only does a person have a din of Shvisa and a din of a Tchum is animals or his clothing or his kalim also have a din of shvisa and they have a din of tchum and if they're in a makum they can only go to a point where it's the end of the tchum shabbos for that person and we also of course know that there's a din of tchum shabbos but there's also a way to get around tchum shabbos by making air of tchumen what was an air of tchumen you took some food product and you placed it at the place that you want to be kind of shvisa that evening of course that ha- place has to be within 2,000 amis from where you are and as long as you place that item over there that becomes like your makum and like your base tira, that you at that point for Erev Shabbos and therefore from that point you now have a circumference of 2,000 Amas from that point to any direction you want to go and not from where you actually are on Erev Shabbos so let's start on Mishnah that if you have an animal that belongs to you or your actual king that belongs to the person they have the din of the feet of the Bailam of the owner of those behemoths or those Kalim and like we explained that the only place that you could take those behemoths or those Kalim would be to the end of that individual's Tchum Shabbos. If someone takes his animal on Shabbos and he gives it over to his child or to his shepherd, we don't say that now these animals get a new Shvisa. They actually go with the Shvisa and with the Tchum Shabbos of the original owner. And the mission continues with another thing. If there are a bunch of brothers living together and there's one Kli that will miyuchet to a specific brother, then we go Basa his feet and Basa his Tchum Shabbos. However, if you have a bunch of kalim that belong to everyone as a shufus or their father died and didn't go and split up the Yerusha yet, that the tchum of these kalim would get the tchum of the brother that has the smallest tchum Shabbos. As Rashi says, It only goes to the place that everyone could actually walk. That's where you're allowed to go and bring the kalim. But let's say one of the brothers actually made an Arab 2,000 amas away towards the north. And the other one didn't make an Arab at all. Then this brother will now hold back these other brothers to go bring these kalim to the south side. Even one step because he has a chalik in this baged or in this kli and therefore he's going to be and they will also hold back from him that he will only be able to take it towards the north 2,000 amas shame retirement because that's where they wanted to go even though he could go an additional 2,000 amas after that because he was Kain Shvisa 2,000 amas away from where they were originally. And the way to clearly understand this is if you draw each person's trum and then you see which parts overlap, that would be the area that they could all walk, but any other area that's not shaded, it's not overlapping, it would be us to carry these kalim into those areas. And the Mishnah continues with another case, if someone borrows a cleave from his friend on Erev Yantav, so it is before Yantav and before Ben Hashmashas, then he has a din of the regal of the person who borrowed it, because at 
that point, he was the one that already had ownership rights and he was considered the borrower and therefore, you go based on his Tchum Shabbos. But if you borrow it on Yontif itself, Kiragla and Mashal, since Ben Hashmashes, it was in the Rishus of the Mashal and he didn't borrow it yet. Therefore, the only place you would be able to carry that item is only within the Tchum Shabbos of the Mashal. If a woman goes and borrows from her friend spices in order to put into a pot, or she borrows water and salt in order to put into her dough. Now that she took her flour and the other woman's water and salt, or the other woman's spices and put into a stew with other things, then this woman would only be able to carry the finished dough to a place where both of these women would be able to go, and what is considered both of that woman, because now there are certain parts of this dough that's part that belong to woman one, and there's parts that belong to woman two, and now you have to do the same idea, and look where their tchumen overlap, and that's where you would be able to do it, but if, for example, the tchumen wouldn't overlap at all, you wouldn't even be able to move it even one step, ayin rashi for the example. But the Mishnah states, Rabbi Mamish, that even though you borrow water from someone and you put it into your stew or into your dough, the din would be that you don't look at the water at all and you don't have to take into account the other woman's trum, and Rashi says, Water is not something that's recognizable, not in a pot and not in a dough. Therefore, it's not going to be an akav. We'll see in the Gemara it's talking about a thick stew, and you can't actually see the water. But Lamaisa on salt, Rabbi Yehuda is not chaluk. The Mekmina of the Gemara and the Gemara will explain the Melech is chaluk because she gasav in yikaris. That's a very thick salt, and therefore it's nicker when it's in the stew. And we continue with our Gemara. We said in our Mishnah that if a person gives over his behema on yontiv itself to his child or to a shepherd, the din is that it has the makom shvisa and the tchum shabbos of the owner, not of the child and not of the shepherd. So for the Gemara, Masisa like Rabdeisa, our Mishnah is not like Rabdeisa. We turned up Lam and Zayin and The time we learned to the Brayso Rabdeisa and Rabdeisa. States, and some say Abishalim, and that was Abishal that said, If someone buys a Bema from his friend on Erev Yantiv, even though the Meicha only gives it and delivers it to Lekech on Yantiv, since it was already purchased on Erev Yantiv, therefore it would still have the din of the Tchum of the buyer. Now that din is not really relevant to us. The second din, if someone gives over his Bema to a shepherd, and even though he only gave it over to the shepherd on Yantiv itself, the din is that it has the din of the feet of the shepherd and the tchum of the shepherd. Now in our Mishnah we say exactly the opposite. We say it does have the din of Kiragla Roya, but Kiragla Habailim. The Gemara answers, I feel Tamar Abdaisa. Really, our Mishnah be going like Rabdaisa. Like Kash is not fair. Kambaray Echot, Kambishnei It depends. If in the town there's only one shepherd and everyone knows that when you're buying a sheep, that for sure the only shepherd that's going to actually take care of the sheep is going to be the shepherd. And therefore, even if you give it to that shepherd on Yontif itself, so therefore it was Kainishvisa by the Roya. And that's in However, Amish is talking about where there are multiple royim, there are multiple shepherds in the town, even as few as two. And since prior to Yantiv starting, you weren't sure which shepherd you're going to give it to, and you didn't actually give it to one of the shepherds before Yantiv, therefore the din would be that it's considered Kiragle Bailam and not Kiragle Haroya. They cannot mean will bring a raya that Amish is talking when there were two shepherds. The Tanim was learned on Mishnah, by the fact that the Mishnah we give an example where you're giving it over either to your son or to a shepherd, it must be that your son was also a royal, and therefore in this town there were actually two royal, and that's why we say that the din is that you get Kiragle Bayram and not Kiragle Haroya. As we said, that And the Gemara now is, really say such a thing. We know Rabbi has a cloud. Halacha always follows the Stam Mishnah. We learned on Mishnah. 
Kulu Karagla Bailam, and then of course in and over here Bechulu because we said Amaisa Bemtei Lebenoi Oyleroya Harayel Karagla Bailam, and that's a stira to the din of Rab as we saw before. But the Gemara responds that's not a stira, and therefore Rabbi Yechon could pass like Rab even though we have a Stam Mishnah that sounds not like Rab because Velavna Okimna. Then we explain Kamberoya Echad that Rab was talking when there was only one shepherd in town. Kamishtei Roya and Amishnah was talking when there were two shepherds in the town. Tanrabon we learned Shnaim Shisholu Cholok Echad B'Shufis. If there were two people that borrowed one garment and they did it with the Shufis prior to Yantiv Zelaylech by Shachas Beismerish, the first one borrowed in order that he should be able to go in the morning to the Beismerish. Vizeli Kanes by Avis the Beismishto, and the other one borrowed the same Cholok in order to go in the evening to a Beismishto. Or some say to Beisaknesses Zeir Velavletzafen. This one made an air of towards his north for Zeir Velavdom, and the other one made an air of towards his south. So let's try to visualize this. You have Reuven and Shimon who borrowed a beged from someone else, and it was Erev Shabbos or Erev Yontiv. Now, even though Reuven and Shimon potentially were standing in the same spot when it was Ben Ashbashes, but prior to that point, they already put an air of Tchumen a thousand amas away from where they're standing. Reuven put that air of Tchumen a thousand amas to his north, and Shimon put that air of Tchumen a thousand amas towards his south. So as we saw before in the Mishnah, Benigea, the brothers, or Benigea, the women that were borrowing food from each other and mixing them into that dough, the din was that now that piece of dough or that beged had a din that's Koinish Fisa based on the Bailam and based on both Bailam together. So over here, since Reuben and Shimon both have rights to this beged, therefore the only place that Reuben and Shimon actually could walk with this beged is only in the overlapping and common area of both of these Tchumen. And therefore, if you visualize it, it'll come out exactly as the Gemara now says, so let's say Reuben went towards the north. So Mahal Chutzafen Kuragli Mishir Vladarim. He could still walk towards the north, but only the amount of feet or the amount of amis that he could walk based on the person who made his Erev in the south, that he would be able to walk in that area as well, which means the overlapping area. And the same thing, and if Shimon was Ma'ariv and made the Erev Tchumen towards the south, Mahal Chutzafen Kuragli Mishir Vladarim. So then Shimon could still walk to the south. He could only walk towards the overlapping area of the south where Reuven could also walk. So in our case that we gave, we made an example of a thousand Amis on each side. They could both walk within that common two thousand Amis area. However, However, if you have a situation where Reuven and Shimon actually made that Tchumen much further apart. So for example, Reuven and Shimon are by one house and right before Shabbos, Reuven actually had Kavana and he made an air of Tchumen by a spot that's two thousand Amis away from where he is now towards the north. Shimon did the same thing towards the south. So now it comes out that Reuven and Shimon actually don't share any overlapping area because of course when Reuven made his ear 2,000 amas away from where he is right now when Shabbos starts and then he would be able to walk from that point another 2,000 amas so that would be his 4,000 amas of his circumference of his Tchum Shabbos and Shimon when he made his 2,000 amas away from where he was in Erev Shabbos towards the south 2,000 amas away so then once again his Tchum Shabbos was from where he's standing 4,000 amas towards the south and both of them don't share any space that they're allowed to walk and therefore in Khram they wouldn't even be able to walk one foot with this beggar on and we will stop over here.